Real sports talk for real sports fans. Swing it a man. Slam the touchdown. Sports. It's Jimmy V and TC. Oh, yeah. The word you're looking for is wow. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, we roll in the uh, second hour here, and we uh, are not finished until 6 o'clock tonight, right here on the Big Talker 1700. Jimmy B in D.C., uh, you can always join the program at 264-1700. You know, Trent, the more that I kind of do a little more research into this uh, gambling issue and the ruling today by the U.S. Supreme Court, and after hearing what Brian Blessing in Las Vegas had to say about this, look, I, I, I think this is is going to be a slam dunk i i can see we we already referenced utah they will never do anything Mm -hmm. but i can see just about any other state in the union uh you know proposing this particularly if they think even though you say it'll be minimal uh if there's money to be made most states would certainly take a look at it yeah, it's going to be something where you're going to find the first ones that get into it. And and Jim, this was a surprise to me. So as I was reading through during a break, I came across this. You know, earlier we were speculating about, uh, Ken and myself, about how much money would be bet in the state of Iowa. Now, New Jersey expects to take in $8 billion a year annually in wow. sports wagering. Minnesota, a little bit more conservative in their estimate. But their estimate still is at $2 billion. Now, population-based Minnesota versus Iowa. How many people live in Minnesota? Do you have any idea? Because offhand, well, I, I know, don't. I know Minneapolis is roughly 3 million people. Okay, 3 to 4 million people. That's how big the Twin Cities are, Minneapolis, St. Paul. All right, I got it so, here. I got it here. 5.5 okay, 5 okay. million people oh, in the state wow. of Minnesota. Iowa has uh, just over a million, 3.1 million. So not quite double, but, I mean, it's safe to estimate at least now a billion dollars. Well, that changes the estimate that Ken and I were making earlier because we were talking like $10 million being wagered in sports gambling. If it is closer to a billion dollars, well, that's a lot more money to be playing around with here. (laughs) That's a heck of a lot more money to be talking about. So that certainly will impact things a a little bit deeper in Lots of great numbers out there. Hey, Jim, I, I know what my night is going to do. Yeah, I'll be watching sports, but you know what I'm also going to be doing? I'll have the tablet in front of me, and I'm going to be reading through a ton of different articles, trying to figure out the financial money that's going to be coming into the state, how this is going to work. A lot of angles to uh, to sift through here. It's an exciting time, though. More than anything, this is an incredibly exciting time for people that just want to bet on a game. Just just want to make it very simple. Don't want to go through your buddy, what is it, Six Finger Dave that you always talk about. That's who you put your bets through. No more <laughs> Three-finger three Dave. Three-finger three Dave. <laughs> I mean, three on each hand. That's six. All right. I was close. I was close. I, I mean, you, you got a strong opinion tonight on the Rockets Warriors. You could fire some money at it, and, and it's yeah. not making these illegal things. Look. Sports wagering has happened since the turn of sports. It's always been around. And it was silly for the longest time not to give the power to the people to make their own decisions. Now the power is going to come here. When is it going to happen in the state of Iowa? Well, it's probably going to take a little longer than, than people might anticipate. That's the problem. This was on there. The bill didn't even make it out of committee. And now, well, there's there's a break in the action for the legislature I don't know. Do you, do you have a special session to get back together for this? Well, if you're no. talking about a billion dollars and getting a cut of that yeah. billion dollars, maybe you do make a special session for it. 
I don't. I don't think so. Politicians, they're all scumbags. So I don't think they would. Uh, all they of would them. do that. All of them. They're, they're all of them. Every yes, they lie. One. They lie through their teeth. They will tell you anything to uh, win you over as a voter, and then never accomplish anything. So to me, they're they're just all just turds in the punch bowl. Look, <laughs> it's 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 so bad the way things are, and. And I know, and I know lots of politicians and nice guys, nice women, and to your face. But they will indeed do just about anything to abstract a your vote and b money out of your wallet for their campaign. So from that aspect, I don't see a special session. I think I think it'll probably be. Now that I think about it, I don't think you're going to get much of a fight put up, Trent, from central Iowa politicians around the Des Moines area. But I bet rural Iowa politicians will not be digging this. I just kind of think that conservatism, and you got to remember, it's all GOP. They own everything. I have a feeling that it'll be a bigger fight than what people think. You want smaller government, then give us uh, what we want and uh, keep your hands yeah. off of, I want a wager, I want to do it legally, do it, give yourself a cut, and let's move along the way. More than anything, that's what I want to see. Well, plenty more on this in the coming days and weeks as we're going to continue digging in. Chris Andrews is going to be joining us, I know, later in the week. Excited to talk to Chris, get that Vegas perspective. We had Brian Blessing earlier, so... We'll be uh, hitting the roads and talking to a lot of different people as it pertains to that. We're due for a break. We're going to come back on the other side. We got Wolfgang stopping by. Lots of things to talk about with him. Getting ready for the night in sports as well. As we take you up until 6 o'clock here tonight, Jimmy B and TC. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC. Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back, Jimmy B and TC. We take you up until 6 o'clock on your drive home, and we got Wolfgang stopping by for a segment. He is here on the hotline with us this afternoon. Wolfgang, what's going on, my man? I think we got some topics. They might have been dead and buried as we were just speaking like 10 seconds before we came on. Let's see if we can make this fun. I think we can. Well, one of the things uh, that you touched on, we we talked about a, a lot last week. And, okay. you know, it's, it's very interesting because I love to get your perspective Wolfgang, you have a different kind of perspective a lot of times. It's not just the the same produced thoughts. You you go and you can look at things a little bit differently. So this involves wait, both. Wait, can you repeat that? Sip <laughs> is in the background. <laughs> oh God, I can't wait. Where can we find the podcast? By the way, uh, you can find the podcast a couple of different places. Easiest way iTunes, Stitcher. Just search Jimmy B and TC. They'll pop up there. Okay, okay. you can also. All right, I need uh, to- yeah, they're they're produced out of Anchor.fm. That is uh, where they originate from, each and every day. But your podcast device just uh, just search Jimmy B and TC. It'll pop up, and away you go. And there's a full link through the 1700 website. You can go there if you want to start there. That's the easiest way, and click, and you will find us each and every day. All right, do it. Let's do it. So. Yes, uh, you can have your wife go back and listen to that one. She'll get yeah, a kick out of that. Yeah, you gave me props for something, and you were going there. I just, I, I can't take too many compliments. I love them, but I, you know, I get a little irritated because Tiff is just going to say how bad I, what a person, bad person I am. So, where were you going with this? You, I have different what? Different. You you look at things differently. You have a yes, yeah, yeah, which is a good thing. That's that's you what want it me takes. To come on and be Trent. 
Right, right, right. Twin Trent or Jimmy B, you know, the you know the exact Jimmy B son or, I mean, no, no. I do. I appreciate that. Right. I take that as a compliment. Maybe you meant to put me down there. I didn't think No, not at all. Not at all. No, no, that's, that's why I want to bring this up because you bring a fresh perspective to it. So what we're talking about here, Jim Hoffer, Iowa State assistant football coach, uh, sent out a tweet last week after Jake Karchinski, a uh, defensive lineman, I believe, from up in Wisconsin, gets his first ever offer from a Power 5 school. He'd had a bunch of MAC-level offers, things like that, but he was excited, as you can expect, his first ever offer from a Power Conference school. And moments later, Jim Hoffer responds, Welp, that's okay. Have seen him competitively and was underwhelmed, as you know. Now, the tweet was quickly deleted, but a screenshot was taken. Now, for people that don't know, not as I know, that was his quote, as you know, in terms of that's what he's talking to his buddy or somebody that he knows. Well, and to me, this is very simple. He meant to send a a response to somebody with rivals, a scout, whatever it may be, instead of, though, just sending a direct message to the person. He responded. He hit reply all instead of hitting a direct message, and it went out into the Internet overworld. So I I think the explanation of what happened, it's very simple. He just hit reply all and it replied all. Do you see it that way? Okay, I see it two ways. Um, Looking at the Iowa State assistant, I'm looking at, I'm thinking, God, that could happen so easily, right? That could Mm -hmm. happen so easily. You're talking to somebody, you're saying something, oh, this is my guy, this is my coach. You know, I want to give you a little bit of how I feel on a player or how I feel about what's going on here with a certain player. I can't believe it hasn't happened more often, Trent. Mm-hmm. I can't believe there aren't billions of, like, all of a sudden accidentally we're getting information where we shouldn't have been getting information. But, no, I have zero problem. Well, let's not go there, okay, because I do. Let's go. I'm okay with the Iowa State assistant making a mistake. Okay. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Totally fine. He didn't do that on purpose. He wasn't going, is it Karchinski, as I said? Yes, Karchinski. Okay. Defensive end, for anybody that knows. Defensive end from Wisconsin. Uh, what is he, three-star? You know, maybe he's one of those guys that Iowa looks at and goes, yeah, nobody really likes him that much now, but guess what? We'll do with him. And I think maybe that's what the Iowa State assistant needs to call himself on. What is Iowa looking at here? What is Iowa seeing in the guy? Maybe you don't see it a year from now, Mr. Iowa State assistant. Maybe you don't see it two years from now. What does Iowa see, Trent? In him as a player? I'm guessing they see potential. I'm guessing sure, they yeah. see put him with Doyle and look what happens. What is the Iowa State guy seeing? Is he like going, well, this guy needs to come in and contribute right away? What's he, what, what is he exactly saying? The exact quote, I think I have it here. Let me see if I can find it. Well, that's okay. Have seen him competitively and was underwhelmed, as you know. Have no problem with that. Talking to your buddy, mm-hmm. I have no problem with what he said. He didn't mean that to go out to the world for crying out loud. He made a mistake. No problem. But guess what? Now I go to the Iowa side. And I go to the kid, Karchinski, and I go to his family and his mom and his friends and his circle of friends. And if he comes to Iowa, let me tell you what, you use every 
Mm-hmm. Every single letter. And anybody that says, oh, yeah, that's overrated, that's bull crap. Then why do coaches put that crap up on the lockers? Why do the coaches say, don't say anything? You know, don't, don't poke the bear. Don't, don't, don't say anything that might actually – don't be Abdul Hodge. Don't be Fred Barr. Don't be DJK. Don't be – you know what I mean? Right. There's a reason they're saying that trend. That's because it does have an effect. It may have an effect during the game, maybe small. There's, a, like, the off season. You know how long the off season is? You know how boring lifting weights gets? You know how boring that gets? Right. Well, I might be thinking in the back of my head, well, this coach didn't want me. I'm in Iowa right now. That coach thought I wasn't good enough to go to Iowa State. And I was produced NFL player after NFL player after NFL player. Guys that nobody ever thought would make it. And this guy is saying, I can't even come to their school. Who hasn't produced an NFL draft pick since when? Four years? Yeah. Four years? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Kansas, is, I think it's three. Produced three of them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I get both sides of this. The, the assistant coach should not be fast, should be not be fined, fired. No way, man. Dude was being real. And I thought he handled it classy. That was something that we shouldn't have seen, Trent. And that was a classy quote. Think about that. Think about your text to your friends yeah, or yeah. somebody like that. Think about that and how you might come off. I mean, that's about as damn classy as you can come across when you don't know somebody's reading. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if it was something, yeah, my, my group messages with uh, the, the Twitter or the uh, message that, that me and my buddies are in, there, there's some unkind things said about <laughs> Iowa athletes. There are. I mean... It's things that I would never say on radio, but it's a group of, of 12 guys that I've known, since, most of them, since you know, I was I was eight years old. So you have a, a little bit different level. And you know what? If one of my buddies want to be want to be me and uh, be well, something I can't say on radio, you know, he'd take a couple screenshots of that and he'd put it out on Twitter and he'd tag me and, and it'd get retweeted and then I, I could get in trouble. But I have... Think about that, Trent. Think, right, about, right. think about what you just said. Yeah, yeah. And we're bashing this guy... That was as vanilla about it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So right. Again, I'm a Hawkeye fan. I'm just telling everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at what he said. He could not really have put that. If you don't know, this is going to be read by the world. That's about as well as you could have put it. So I'm, if anybody over at Iowa State is mad at this guy, I can understand that went out to the world. Dude, you've got to be better than that, right? You mm-hmm. have to be better. But I'm not going to crack. I mean... Seriously, what did he really say? Nothing. He never said, well, that's okay. I've seen him competitively and was underwhelmed, as you know. Okay. Not every pro, not every player is okay for every program. Not every player fits every program. Not everybody sees what Iowa sees in him. That's where I could get off on him. Sure. All right, you, you might want this guy since Iowa wants him. You might want to try to get this guy because they see something in him and they're producing NFL player after NFL player. So that's where I would get after him if I'm getting snotty. If I'm getting snotty, but I'm like, this quote, I mean, if this guy gets docked pay or fired or something like that, I'm going to stick up for him. I'm going to follow him wherever he goes. That was a mistake. He made a freaking mistake, Trent. He did not mean that to go out to the world. I just, I, I don't know. <laughs> what have you been talking about? You and Jimmy B, what have you said? Have I changed your opinion? Was this your opinion? Have you um, gone one way or the other because I'm an idiot? What what what's going on? What was your opinion? No, no. And in itself, the tweet itself is very, like you said, and I think you put it very well. 
probably even took it a step further. What he said is, it's nothing. It's nothing. The, the thing that I'm a little bit surprised about is there was never a response from Iowa State. There was never an apology from Hoffer. There was never a, just explaining what happened, which I think, as we all know, he sent something that was supposed to be a direct message. It was not supposed to be out for the world to see, and that's why he deleted it shortly after. I was surprised we haven't seen that. The other part of it, I, I wondered, and uh, Leon Ten and Bobby Lages uh, answered the question that I had. I saw an article from him uh, a couple days ago, and Matt Campbell called uh, where the high school where uh, Karjinski is from, talked to the principal there, talked to the coaching staff. So an apology from Iowa State's already been up there, but there is a little bit of damage control that you have to do with this, and, and it's not just singularly the high school, but they're recruiting up there in Wisconsin, and, and you look at an area where you go, not just as high school in particular, but as a whole, the conference, the region, whatever it may be, and coaches talk, and they, hey, did you see what Iowa State did? You see what that Iowa State coach, and, and it can paint your program in a negative light. So it's not just the school in particular that Matt Campbell and the staff going to probably have to do a couple of phone calls, a couple of more visits, you know, those kind of things, but there's relationships that you're going to have to to reapply, remen because of this. Again, not a big deal. I was just surprised that there hasn't been anything put out from the Iowa State side. There hasn't been oh, anything put out from the Iowa State side okay. apologizing. Okay, Trent, I got something for you. Let's let's put ourselves in other people's shoes. That's what I want to do okay. when I come on. Okay, let's do this. Other people's shoes, because we can sit back and just, and maybe it's better radio, maybe we should not do this, and just crack on people. How dumb were you? Right, right. But I like to do this. Maybe we'll do half and half. How's that sound? Okay. We can just crack on the dummies and then what we do when somebody does something or what. What would you do as a PR guy for Iowa State? Would you apologize for what? I mean, I'm trying to think of this. I'd have to think about it a little longer to, I don't even have an opinion on that. I would call them up and i go, you understand, like what you said, I understand that I did not mean that to go out to the world. It's not that I don't like him. It's just I don't even know what I would say. What? So you want them to come out and do what, Trent? It, I'm not trying to put you on the spot. So if mm-hmm. you want to just move on, we'll move on. So, because that's hard. That PR stuff, man, I mean, you have to think, you think you think deep, and then you don't think it deep enough, and then you're thinking too deep, and you're not, I mean, sometimes it's just weird. I'm telling you, that stuff, those people that do that, it's crazy. It's crazy, Trent. So what, what would you do if you were an Iowa State PR guy with what happened. I don't think it's a huge deal. So you think they should do what? Apologize? I think I'm okay with just not saying anything and calling them. I'm, I'm cool with that. Sure, sure. And, and that's certainly one way to do it. Here's the other thing. Now, because he was talking about a, a potential recruit, this is an NCAA violation. So Jim Hoffer can't Wait, come out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Say that again. Because he is tweeting about a recruit, you cannot do that oh. specifically. And, and it was an accident. We all admit it is. Know, it is that now this ha- it will be reported. It probably already has okay, been reported fine. as yes, a minor violation. It's not a. Whatever. I said last week, it's not even a speeding ticket. It's a parking ticket. Th- th- that's Thank how. You. Yeah, th- it's it's a nothing. But it is something that you do have to report to the NCAA. Okay, fair, so fair. the other part, because of that, Jim Hoffer can't come out and say I apologize to Jake Karchinski for my tweet. Da, 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 da. Because, again, that is commenting on a recruit, yeah. so you can't do that. All I would tell him to do is say, I apologize. I made a tweet. I'm not going to say hacked. 
don't don't go down that road. We've heard too many people say that their account was hacked. Don't do that. No. What you say is, I believed I was sending a direct message. I made a mistake. I hit reply all, and that's that. That's that. So, so basically, you would say I made that tweet. It's not that I don't love him as a player. No, no, no. Not that I don't like. So you leave it that simple. You like it simple and short. Just, just explain exactly what happened, and that that is that. Can you do that one more for me? For you? Yeah, do that one more time for me. You would do what? This to me, this is cool as heck. The people that can put out fires, I'm so impressed with. You know what I mean? (laughs) Guys that can. I don't know if I can do that. Go. This could go viral. And go, it could be the worst thing ever for Kirk or for another coach or for Rapgate or, or for Tom Brady or whatever we're talking about. Everything could go so, so much further or it can be put out. And I really enjoy the people that can put stuff out. And it seemed like you kind of had something there. It seems like you're you kind of like a natural there. <laughs> Maybe I need a new profession, uh, putting out fires. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's simple because you're, you are hamstrung a little bit of what you can do. Can't say, sorry, Jake Car- Char- Kartinsky. So you just say simply that. I thought I was responding to a particular individual. I didn't. I didn't intend to. And, and that's the thing that this really sucks for Jake Kartinsky. I mean, it really does, Wolfgang. Why? Why? Explain that. Well, because oh, you. For him. All right. You're going to have his eye on him and going, this dude has a. Freaking chip on his shoulder now. Are you kidding me? Right, this but is not bad for him. Are you joking? Yes, yes, it is because you have worked incredibly hard, I'm sure, to get an offer like this. This is your first offer. Yeah, you've had Bowling Green offer. You, you've had Illinois State. You've had programs like that offer, but this is the first Power Five offer that you've received. It's a place that's been recruiting you since you were a sophomore. It's a place that in the past, I've read articles where he said glowing things about Iowa. He's incredibly excited about this. And you go to any Hawkeye message board, whatever is the flavor of the day that you like, go there. And are people talking about Jake Karczynski, the football player? No. They're talking about this incident. They're, they wouldn't be talking about him as a player, right? Yes, Grant, they would. Again, yes, they would. he's a three-star player. Right, right. And every time an offer is extended like that, and there's an article... I go to Tom Cakert's uh, his Hawkeye Lounge and read through it right now. And going through offer. All right. Offer a defensive end. Offer a quarterback. There's responses there. Well, in fact, they offered three different quarterbacks over the week. And there's, you know, in Hawkeye Lounge, 25 on, uh, posts on each one of those offers. So it would be another one of those. People inside there would be making their own. Hey, I watched this guy in high school. I saw him play. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. But that's not what's happening with Jake Karczynski. Instead, it is all about, hey, can you believe Iowa State? Oh, and you know, you got one side people going crazy. Well, Iowa State oh. doesn't know their ass from their elbow. And you got the other side. It's hey, not a big deal. So wrong. And that's that's all this has been about with Jake Karczynski. And that stinks. It, it does. He's, okay. he's having to answer questions about that. Not, hey, where, where do you see yourself playing when you get to college? What, what are coaches working on? Where are you going to your camps? It's about, hey, what happened there with Iowa State? What are your thoughts on that? True or false? True or false? So you've read about him. You've probably seen some highlights like yeah. I have. A little bit of this and that. You know a little bit about him. We're not experts on him. No. True or false? If he's made of Iowa character, if he's made of Iowa genes and blood and bones and, and heart and, you know, whatever, whatever else. He's made of that. Is this a dude we want? Of course. Recruiting anymore in football, 
I I used to be deep into the recruiting scene, both football and I basketball. Am. I love it. I love recruiting. I know you you're a radio guy, so you hate it. No, 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 no. Be the no, one no, radio no. guy that likes it. Be the one guy that actually likes it, embraces it, and does your homework and watches it. Well, I do that. I absolutely do that. What yeah, I'm you're saying, the one. You're the one then, man. Right, 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 because I actually do my job, unlike some people. But here, here's for me what happens. Before, I would get, so I would watch these and really believe that I knew better. I knew better than Phil Parker. I knew better than Kirk Ferentz. I knew better than whoever it is. I, I watched this two-minute highlight, and this is a must-get. If they don't get it, recruiting <laughs> is. I used to be that guy. I now have grown and realized and grown up. But wait, wait, are you going to go the other way and just pre- not give an opinion? No, I'll That's give an opinion. Cool I'll give an opinion. And, and guys that I but see on Friday nights back, when I'm calling games, I, I have a better opinion. Or, I'm sorry. I cut you off. Go ahead, please. Well, I have a better opinion when I see a guy in person. I see that every Friday night during football season. I see a lot of the kids, so I form an opinion. My opinion when I saw Max Duggan play, frankly, he wasn't very good against Hankney Centennial, and I saw him early in his career doing very good. Now, that was one Friday night out of the season. Yes. Good job. Seriously. But that's, that's what I do. That doesn't mean that I say there's no way that I... Iowa should be offering him a scholarship in comparison when everybody else in the country is doing the exact same thing because that would be idiotic. But when I saw him play on that Friday night, it wasn't very good. I saw him mouthing off to the sidelines, to the referees, had something to say when he's down 42 nothing to Ankeny Centennial as he's but going back to the huddle the and he had to be pulled suck. back. Can I we agree the referees suck, please? <laughs> we can't all agree referees suck. No, no, absolutely not. Right, no. You and Brent Bloom get together. No, just, no, 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 no. That, that, that's too easy. No, no, no. That's too easy. That's too easy. No, no, no. You not going there. You're down 42 okay. nothing. Go back to your huddle. That's what I said, and I said as much on the radio. <laughs> and I, I took heat from it from the Council Bluffs people. They weren't very happy. Yeah, the hell with them. Regardless, all of this, all of this being said, when it comes to recruiting and Jake Karchinski and, and really anybody else, when I see something, I say, I don't see a star. Or this guy is really good. Boy, I don't know why they haven't offered him. Those two things still go out, and I'll still say the same things. But for a guy like this that I don't have a strong opinion. Karchitsi, fine. Got the frame, got the size. You know Kirk. You know Kirk and Doyle. You know this. Yeah. Give me five seconds. You know what's going to happen with him in the weight room and what's going to happen. Right, right. And, and And that's what I finally, that's what I fall back upon is... If they see something, and, and if they turn out to be the final team that offers him from a Power 5 structure and he commits to Iowa and no other offers come your way, you know there's going to be some hand-wringing. You, that's, that's what happens. In fact, Iowa picked up a, a recruit this week, a wide receiver, 6'4 kid from down in Kansas City, and there's people that look at the speed that he has, people that look at the track times that he's run. Uh, there's a lot of people, and Iowa beat They're South happy, Dakota right? State They're for happy. Right, they're not happy. So I get that too. I get that too, and I look at it, and I look at those numbers, and I say, well, Iowa sees something. I'm not going to rip the Iowa staff for it, but I am going to talk about what I see. No, that's good. I love it. I, I, I want you to be yourself. I want you to we're, we're the same and different at the same time, which is fine. Because we kind of see, we kind of see, 
we see things similar, and then you brought up today that I you know, look at things differently. I appreciate that, and that you didn't call me an idiot because I look at things differently. I just do. <laughs> I don't want to bring the same things to you or it be Trent Jr. and Trent Sr. and Trent, you know, all the, you know, who yeah. wants that? The right. Trent twins. Nobody wants that, okay? Mm-hmm. So I do look at things differently. I appreciate that you pointed that out, and, uh, yeah, we'll look at that in the future. It's, it's fun to watch, and see. we'll see. We will see on that one. Hey, what other uh, football note wanted to touch on with you here, Wolfgang, and that deals with Sean Welsh, who last week announced that he's hanging it up. He is calling it a career. Sean Welsh, a incredibly high-level offensive lineman, and he came in with a lot of accolades, saw playing time early in his career, left the program for a time, getting right. And as he was battling depression issues and mental health issues, there was a time where it didn't even look like he was going to be back playing at the University of Iowa and playing college football in general. He comes back, he finishes up, he finishes a degree, all great things, but after signing with the Washington Redskins as an undrafted free agent, just a couple weeks in, he says, it's not for me. Your reaction? Um, is this something we need to put over till uh, what? What do we have to do, Friday or Monday or what? what? I, this is like a long thing, man. Really? What do you want to do here? Seriously, yeah, what do you want to do? I mean, I got, I could probably break it down to like five-ish minutes, but this is like a hardcore, seriously, a hardcore situation. Obviously, in the summer, we have problems coming up with stuff. Mm-hmm. This is one of those things that's hardcore. Like, do I have five minutes or no? Oh, well, how about, yeah, let's table it. Since you got a lot on this one, let's table it until later in the week, and we will, we will get to I mean, it this then. Sucker, Trent, this sucker could go forever. We can compare him to other. I'm telling you, man, this is like basically a show. And as we've talked about, I mean, you and I love sports. We love other stuff. I think I'm going to bring you some stuff to my side. I think you're going to bring me some stuff to your side. And I'm telling you, man, there's some stuff with this Sean Wells stuff that hasn't been talked about and is cool. And I think we'll, people will find it interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I truly believe that. And we can go, um, you know, I'll tell you off air, but there's some. There's an Iowa State angle, a okay. hardcore Iowa State angle that everybody will want to listen to. And figure this out. Right. You're, well, you know, with depression, you know, mental health, mm-hmm. you know, basketball, football, Sean Welsh, he decided, just, let's just say this. Let's tease it, Trent. Tease it. He decided to say what? That he's not going to play football mm-hmm. because he's just, I mean, he's a smart dude, probably. That's why he's not doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's that's another part, absolutely. Hey. Oh, this will be fun. All right, then our, our last couple minutes here is we're talking with Wolfgang, Jimmy B, and TC with you until 6 o'clock. Uh, let's, what happened to your boy LeBron yesterday? Woof. So, all right. You know, I grew up watching Michael Jordan and the Bulls with B.J. Armstrong. Loved them. Loved them. Favorite team. Love the Bulls. Love B.J. and Michael. Love it. I realize that people get better. There's something called evolution, and there's a 265, 270-pound guy versus a 205-pound guy. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever, 6-0. Well, why did you know, there's so many fun arguments that we'll have over the summer. So many fun. Let's just keep it there. Right. But I watched LeBron yesterday, and I'm just like, it's just time for you to say bye-bye. It's, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. His teammates are embarrassing. My gal loves Kevin Love. Why? Because he has a little bit of a hiccup in his brain. 
and that's fine. I love that. I, and we're we're going to talk about that with with Sean Welsh, and we're going to talk about that with um, other people that I don't think you brought up, but I'm going to bring that around. And but I just watched this stuff, Trent, and I'm like, what what is he supposed to do? There's nobody else on his team that can break down a dribble, can break somebody off off the dribble. It's just it's at the point where it's embarrassing, and I, I just want them to lose to Boston because guys like you will say, well, if he beats Boston, good for you, and then he's going to go get killed by Golden State. So I'm asking you as a sports guy that grew up doing sports with Marty Miller, and this is your thing in college radio, once again, would you have more respect for LeBron if he missed the playoffs to Boston because they're just so awesomely coached? It's crazy. And then lost to Golden State. Then he's going he's gonna to look like a fool against Kevin Durant because Kevin Durant has four other freaking – it's just ridiculous, Trent. What, what do you want me to say? It's a bad look yesterday. It's a bad look. And it's a bad look. You, you lose here. It's one thing to lose to that Golden State team. It's another to lose to a Boston team without Gordon Hayward, without Kyrie Irving, with a bunch of young guys. That's, that's the bad look. I think most everybody... Now, yeah, if you listen to the morons, the Stephen A's no, of the world, no, you, you, no, listen, you listen to those people... Final, Trent. Trent, he'll lose another final, so he sucks. Why win this series? Why? He has no shot, zero shot against Golden State. He has a... Hail Mary against Houston. That's the only reason I wanted to make it and hoping, not, I'm not hoping, maybe Harden like twists his ankle. That's the only way. Look at the teams, Trent. You hate NBA talk. I listen, every once in a while I listen to you and Jimmy B, and I think you, you give Jimmy B a hard time, seriously. <laughs> what the hell do you want to talk about right now, Trent? Seriously. Yeah. No, I, I, we talk tons of NBA. I give him a hard time about it in January and February, March. So I just, I just heard, I heard forty-five seconds when we were going. Oh. I'm like, dude, what do you want Jimmy B to talk about, Trent? No, no, yeah, this, this is the time for it. You're right. This is the time for it. So anyway, I look at that and I'm like, I don't think that this can happen. I don't think that LeBron can actually win the series. Do you go ahead and win this against Boston? Which I think they can. Everybody's like, it's over, right? Everybody's saying, it's over. LeBron against Boston. They're coaching. Remember when I brought that up at the beginning, before the series even started? Because I watched regular season. I know how good that coach is. And as a basketball college fan, Trent, how good is that guy? Oh, he's excellent. He, he's excellent. The, the thing that has bothered me, it's not like the guy is working with the roster of, of this isn't the Charlotte Bobcats here, right? I mean, Stop here. Where are you going here? You better stop. What are they working with? They're they're missing two all stars. Yes, yes, correct. Just as I just said, but Jason Tatum, we're not talking about an undrafted free agent, right? Jalen Brown was a top five pick. Al Horford, the older, was a top ten pick. Marcus Smart was a top six pick, right? So, yes, he is a great coach. That's not what I'm saying here. He's I just beyond I, great. He's beyond great. Yes, yes. And Danny Ainge with him. Danny Ainge puts it together this team. Mm-hmm. It's him and Brad Stevens. Look at that team. Are you kidding me? When you lose Tyree Irving and another 24-point All-Star, how does this happen? I've never seen anything like it. I haven't either. I haven't either. But I just have a problem with people not understanding. 
I mean, people are talking about Jalen Brown like he's Peter Jock. I mean, th- this guy was very highly coveted coming out. Al Horford is one of the best power forwards okay. of the last decade, right? Yeah, you do get it. Okay. So that's the part that I have more of a problem with. People not getting it. Right, right. He's He's a great coach, but this is not a roster. We're not talking about the Denver Nuggets that lost 70 games in a season here, right? This still has. So as, a, as a LeBron fan, do I root for them to lose? So no, no, get out of here. Real quick, no, real quick. No, no, no. You guys will hold that against him when he loses to the Warriors. No, get get out of here with that. Get out of here with Are that. You, oh, you think that's a joke? Yes. Stop it. Oh, he's blank and blank against the finals. We all knew he was going to lose. If he beats the Celtics and loses to the Warriors, you know that they're going to hold that against his head. Ah, they will, but who cares? Those are people you shouldn't be listening to. We are out of time listening to you right now, Wolfgang. We have gone super long, but that's great. Love talking with you. We'll do it again on Friday. Yeah, maybe we'll. Get out of here. Uh, thanks, man. See ya. Bye-bye. Wolfgang, check it in. Find him on Twitter, at Wolfgang Hawkeye. You can find his work over at HawkeyeNation.com. He does a lot of the instant reaction podcasts. Always does a good job with that during basketball season. We're coming back on the other side. Take it up until 6. It's Jimmy B and TC. And welcome back, everybody. It's our final segment right here on the Big Talker, 1700 on a Monday. Trent, look, you know where I'm dialed in tonight. Uh, I'm going to be watching the Golden State-Houston NBA playoff game. It's the first game of that series. And I'm going to watch the hockey as well with Las Vegas Golden Knights and the Winnipeg Jets. So... I'll sample maybe a little baseball, but for me tonight, it's the NBA and the NHL. Uh, I'll be a little bit different. I'll be starting over on the baseball. In fact, uh, just minutes away from first pitch with the Twins in a yes. makeup game with Seattle. Odorizzi against Wade LeBlanc. Uh, always good to see a Frenchman out there on the mound. So <laughs> I'll be watching uh, that one. No Robinson Cano, obviously, for the Mariners. So that'll be my baseball viewing, but... I'll be just like you, Jimmy B. I'll be uh, locked and loaded NBA tonight. We talked a lot about it today. Golden State and Houston. So let's get your official pick. Let's go both for the series and for game one tonight. What do you got for us? I like Houston tonight. Uh, Golden State will win this. I'm going to say in oh, maybe five or six. Okay, I'll, I'll say six. But I like... I like Houston tonight. I, I think they'll be ready to play. I'm sure the Warriors will come out and want to send a strong statement in game one that, you know, like Ric Flair used to say, to be the champ, you got to beat the champ. I don't think Houston can beat them. I just think that Golden State with those four stars are just too strong against what Houston has. So you're going to go with Houston. I got Golden State tonight. I'll uh, I'll get the point and a half. Don't need it. I'm going to take Golden State straight up, and Jimmy B, I think the series is over quickly. Four or five games. I don't even think it gets to six. I hope I'm wrong. Wow. I'd like to yeah. see it extend. Well, in a way, I would. You know how much I dislike just watching Houston in general. I don't like watching James Harden. I know. It's not aesthetically yeah. pleasing. I talked about that in the past. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to stay away from uh from that. But overall, uh, game one yesterday in the Eastern Conference, it was a laugher. We'll get that tomorrow night. But the NBA, hopefully after last round was terrible, let's get something going here. Let's let's get some good series at the very least because the finals, regardless, probably going to be a blowout. 
Um, I, look, I'm kind of feeling that way as well. Uh, I'm not concerned about what took place. Boston was certainly ready, and the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, they were off several days. I kind of think that it was a uh, walkthrough performance by Cleveland, and now they've seen what Boston is going to offer up defensively. They'll make the necessary adjustments, and I look for Cleveland to rebound in their game tomorrow night. Look, I'm, I'm loving the hockey. I'm telling you last night, the Washington Capitals, after beating the Pittsburgh Penguins, the defending Stanley Cup champions, now look like the team in the National Hockey League. Trent, they are firing on all cylinders. They are playing exceptional hockey. And man, oh man, did they ever put it on Tampa Bay at Tampa Bay in the first two games. So Ovechkin and company, that's that's going to be fun if uh, the Washington Capitals finally get to the Stanley Cup final. Well, I am a Jets fan. I will continue rooting for the Jets like Ken. I, I placed a wager on them. Ken talked me into oh, it. Oh boy. I'm going to be sticking with them. But yeah, I'm going to be uh, a Jets fan for tonight. And does Vegas get uh, even up the series before they head back to Las Vegas, or is it 2 nothing Jets? No, look, at the Jets had the best home ice uh, winning percentage in the NHL this year. They're extremely tough at home. However, I look for Vegas because they had that long layoff before they played that game. I look for a much better performance by Vegas tonight. Got to remember, they did score two goals in that game. So I look for Vegas to be in it tonight, and I'll pick the upset with Vegas winning in Winnipeg this evening against the Jets. There it is. What we're watching tonight, presented by Rockstar Satellite. Give the guys a call today. Get hooked up with DirecTV for all the sports. With that, we are out of time for today. We'll do it again tomorrow starting at noon. Myself and Ken Miller over your lunch hour from noon until 2. And then on your drive home, Jimmy B and TC all here on 1700 KBGG. Have a good night, everybody.